What's up, Whiz Kids, and welcome to a special edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Chris Gehring, Zach Rosen, and Jeremy Hyman as we get set for a great day of basketball here for the Washington Wizards organization as we are holding a press conference for the number 15th pick overall. Troy Brown Jr., the newest Washington Wizard, will be joining us later on the pod. But first, uh, guys... Zach, you were in the room, too. I'm really excited yeah. about hearing from you what it was like on draft night. And then Jeremy was in Barclays Center, just what the mood was like there uh, when the pick was made. And then uh, we also had the 44th pick, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the draft from the Wizards. I know that you'll hear from Troy, too, that he's heard the criticism and he knows that people may be doubting him or what he stands for. But, I mean... The guy is motivated, talented, yeah. poised, and, and like give him more motivation. I mean, he he's gonna be a good player, and you can already tell that like his confidence is gonna and his like professionalism is just gonna expand to everyone else. And then in the second round, the Wizards picked uh, Yusuf Sanin. Uh, I know it's it's a tough name. He's a Ukrainian. Guard. He, well, he's more of a combo the guard. John Wall of Ukraine. Just kidding. Well, just they kidding. call him. It's kind of funny. One of his comparisons was Jordan Crawford, who, if people remember, at Xavier was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so to to get that comparison at age eighteen is pretty cool. Uh, I think we're gonna see and hear from him pretty soon. From what I understand, uh, he said to the media that he's gonna be in summer league. So that's exciting. Uh, the Wizards will be stashing him though. He's not gonna play with the team at least next season. He He's got a contract out in Lithuania with a really good team in the first division there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, of course, uh, I think Troy Brown will probably be playing next year, you'd, you'd assume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he probably should crack the rotation right away based on need and, and what he can bring. So, looking Did forward to Did you enjoy to, being in the war room? Like, what was that experience like for you? It was extremely unique. Um, I'm grateful that we were able to, to be in there. I mean, we got some footage that we we can use later on. Um, obviously, most of what is said in that room stays in that room because yeah. more so so the players themselves don't hear about what's you know where teams rate them um, and you know the internal talks that the team may be having. Uh, I would say you know the draft went almost exactly as the, the war room predicted it to go in mm -hmm. terms of the top 14 players and then Troy Brown was the player that the Wizards wanted at that spot based on how the draft went. So that's who they picked and they love his versatility, his uh, like we talked about his professionalism, his poise. Um, he's just like a Swiss army knife really and I think again like he can contribute right away because of how smooth his game is. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, with the Michael Porter Jr. stuff that was going on, that was just interesting. I didn't hear anything in particular. I don't really have anything to tell you. But it was just interesting seeing him drop and seeing, you know, where, when players got picked and if they weren't as high on our board, how people would react to that and be like, oh, why'd they pick him? Like, And then you hear them evaluating him on ESPN, and then people in the war room will, will kind of disagree or agree with what they're saying. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I can't provide too much more, but it was cool was to watch the call. Was it quieter or louder in there? Like, just the conversation? Uh, it's pretty quiet. I mean, yeah. it's a big space, and I think everyone can kind of go about their business where they need to. Um, but once the first pick was made, I think the room just calmed down a lot um, mm -hmm. because they got a guy that they wanted. And um, the second-round pick, you know, it's still a draft pick, but I think they knew what yeah. they wanted to do with it, and it yeah. was just a very poised room. I. I didn't feel, you know, that they were pressing or trying to, like, figure it out. Like, what are we going to do at 15? Like, as we will tell Troy, like, he got the call when the clock started. Like, they had yeah. made their decision as soon as Porter was picked 14. 
So, um, a very rare experience. I wish I could tell you more, but no, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, and I mean, talking about Troy Brown, and you'll hear from him more later, but the Wizards, obviously, I mean, we when we talked to him on the pod when he came in for his workout, it was so clear how poised he was and seeing him in his workout. You know, he's a smooth player. He has a great understanding of the game. And I think the Wizards knew for a while, obviously, after watching him in college, high school, I'm sure, that he had a polished game, that he has a good understanding of the game. And that's something that, over a lot of things with this group, with with the core that's been here for so long, that's so important. And I think just bringing in a guy that that has a high basketball IQ to begin with, pairing him with guys like John, who we also know has a very high basketball IQ, mm-hmm. I think he just fits in here nicely. And the Wizards knew that going into the night. And I think that while a lot of mocks and stuff may not have had Troy Brown to the Wizards and I know that we've seen, you know, Troy Brown was mocked in the 20s or whatever or lower, but he's just a smooth player. And the more you watch of him, you watch some things on YouTube, you watch some of the highlights that we've put out. I know that there's a small sample size, but he can, the kid can really play. He really can do everything. And if you watch his, watch his tapes, you watch his games, you see all of that. And um, it's just, it's really exciting to have him here. And then obviously when you get a guy into a pro environment, and it's his job to work on his game and and be part of the team and work with coaching staff and watch yeah. film, all that stuff. Their their growth just accelerates from there, and I think we've seen it with Kelly Oubre. I think we'll see it with Troy Brown. They've they've been in similar situations, so um, it's an exciting time. And I think that he's really going to be a, a real asset to this team sooner than maybe some people think. I, I think he's young, but I think that he's going to be a real asset to this team this season and going forward. Jeremy, what was it like in New York? Because I, I, I was going to ask Troy Brown, and I said, never mind. Or maybe we'll ask. I figured we'd save it for later, maybe before the season starts. But, like, I wonder why he didn't want to walk. Well, I think he wasn't days. invited to the green room, so then he didn't want to show up and just wanted to be right, with his family. Right, in the stands. Yeah. There were some players that got picked out of the stands. And part of me is like, I don't know if I would like to be picked out of stands, but then there's another part that's like, but – you kind of want to be there so that when the moment does happen, you can get there in front of the commissioner or the yeah, deputy commissioner. It's just a too. personal, it's a preference. I mean, some guys want to go and actually be there and walk on the stage. For other guys, they want to have their own, you know, do it the at their home, in their own environment, at their mm-hmm. own party, do their own thing. Uh, that's it's kind of standard, especially with guys kind of right on the fringe lottery like that. Um, where Troy was projected, you know, they can only invite so many guys to sit down there. Um, Troy was like projected to be like a mid, mid first round pick. So he was kind of right on the border. Um, So, yeah. So it was funny being, you know, in New York because he was the first guy taken that actually wasn't there. So we were watching, you know, one by one guys go across. And then once we learned we were taking Troy, we pretty much quickly realized that he was in Vegas uh, via his Instagram yeah. story, yeah, um, and then obviously we saw the video shortly after. But um, it kind of it takes a little bit of the thrill away, you know, for getting content since we were actually in New York, and you mm-hmm. know you can't really do much with him if he's not there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was super excited that the Wizards drafted him because as we talked about before, we, how we already interviewed him, we really liked him a lot. We thought he'd be a great fit. Um, I think his game on the court will translate well to what the Wizards want to do, and especially, you know, being a reserve that can play a few positions and guard a few positions and play behind a couple of, you know, the 
guys that are vets now on the Wizards, the core, yeah. the core guys. Um, so that part of it was good, and I just loved his, you know, the way he spoke and his media savviness was um, really. I mean, I just picked that up from the kind of ten minutes we talked to him three weeks ago. So once they did draft him, I knew it was going to be. I knew it would be a good fit. Is it crazy? That I feel like we got two of the youngest players in the draft, an eighteen-year-old and a nineteen-year-old. Like I mean, that's, that's just wild. the way the draft has been going, really. I think, well, for Troy, it's like you don't even think he's eighteen. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't sound. Well, like and he talked. He talked about that in his, in his press conference. Like, age to me has never been in you know a limitation. It shouldn't be. It's just a number. I mean, we hear that in context all over in the workplace and relationships and stuff like that. Um, I think for him, it's just like he's just mature. He's gone through the circuit of being a McDonald's All-American, a big-time five-star recruit at Oregon. Won a gold medal in the FIBA. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was the captain of that team. I mean, yeah. the guy's just the leader, and I think it's no secret that the Wizards can really benefit from his that demeanor. But also, like we've been saying, he's just going to bring something to you every night, and mm-hmm. it may be like the Draymond Green or the Marcus Smart kind of effort that he brings and his impact might not show up in the stat sheet. And that's why he says as well, like I know people were criticizing the pick because of my, my college stats, but it was one year. You got to look beyond that. I was a freshman at yeah. a big time school. Yeah. That was Who knows good. If he was a junior or senior. How many points? He oh could. yeah. And, and the other important thing too there, I mean, he played at a big time program. He was a McDonald's all American. We know his pedig- his pedigree, so to speak it, that kind of speaks for itself. And when you have a small sample size, you know that's what that's most important. I mean, you look at he's got a great frame, he's got a great head on his shoulders. All those things are good, um, but yeah, I mean, college stats. Donovan Mitchell didn't have very impressive college stats that, either. You're going the exact same um, place I was going, and to go. so you can you can talk about that all you want, I guess, and the percentages and all that stuff that could be red flags to people. But I mean, in the, in here and and around the league, I think that it's a much different view. And I think a lot of teams probably took a much different view of him too. I'm sure the Wizards weren't the only ones. Um, so maybe not scoring wise, but you brought him up. I was gonna that was gonna be my next question to Jeremy or somebody. Could that be something like what happened with Donovan Mitchell? Nobody expected him to be that kind of player. I know when well, I say Troy Brown Jr. could be Donovan Mitchell, but just a surprise. Yeah, I mean with with John and Brad on this team, obviously, you know, they are the leaders, they're the scorers, they're they're the big. They're they're all stars. He certainly won't mm-hmm. be asked um, to do what Donovan Mitchell's asked <laughs> to do. Right. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell was asked to be a a leading scorer on NBA team. That's probably not what will happen with Troy. But I, I think that we've we've seen plenty of times that guys that maybe don't stand out in college mm-hmm. or you know get the headlines in college because he certainly was a standout in college. He wouldn't have come out if he wasn't. Um, he, he, I think he'll be just fine. Well, he's he's played with all the. I mean, he he was a McDonald's All American. I mean, he played on the U eighteen, USA team. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. it, for his class. Like he's one of the top guys. Like he, it's not like he's like an unknown or like you know that came on. Like he's played and you know he's yeah. compared and been playing with a lot of the, all the top guys. Like all the lottery picks. You know they've all played in these. Um, you know these summits and these you know the the all star type games, AAU when games yeah he, all those stuff. games so he's been he's been you know a highly touted guy um and i i just think we, i think you have probably at least three or four years till you know you might see like him enter 
like his best years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just so young. Like I think you're gonna develop. Nineteen in July. You'll have watch him develop over the next four four or five years here, and then you know once his rookie deals up, and then he's probably a good NBA player, and then you move you move on from there. But um, but we, yeah, we watched the same thing with Bradley Beal, who was turned nineteen the night the Wizards drafted him. On yeah. draft night, which is in three days, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bradley Beal, happy, happy early birthday, yeah, Brad. Happy <laughs> early birthday. <laughs> well, and then you have so Yusuf Sanin, who is Yusuf young Sanin from Ukraine. I mean, you, you're dra- you're stashing a guy anyway. He might as well be young. Mm-hmm. And so the plan with him is to do what they did with Thomas Sadaransky, who was drafted in 2012 and didn't come up until the 2016-17 season. Mm-hmm. So he's actually he was drafted older than than Sanin, but. Sato, we saw he played on the one of the best teams in all of Europe and showed that he belonged there, and it was pretty obvious. He played in Barcelona with Luka Doncic? Uh, no, with, no. He played in Sevilla with Porzingis, Sevilla, oh, yeah. and then he yeah, went yeah. to Barcelona. So right. I think it, it goes to show you that everyone's path is different, but also that if they can see Sanin develop into a quality player in Europe, they know they can bring him here. We've seen it time and time again that it, it can typically work out, especially in the backcourt. I feel like the backcourt guys, if they can have success abroad, it's different than the bigs because yeah. sometimes size in Europe is very different yeah. when, depending on who you play. So um, I'm interested to, to see how Yusuf develops to meet him. I think he's got bigger size than people think. And he's going to be a really interesting prospect to watch the next couple of years. For sure. And we'll get a first taste just like we did of Sadoransky in Summer League. And so, obviously, there's not a lot that you can draw always from that because he's not playing with, you know, other Wizards teammates and all that stuff. And the system will still be new. But, I mean, it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see how he can play as an 18-year-old. I think certainly the Wizards will learn a little bit from that. And then yeah. he's going to be, like Zach said, he's in a good situation in Europe where he's going to grow and he's going to be tested. And um, those are all good things. All right, so we got some good things coming up here on the podcast as we have the one and only Troy Brown Jr., the newest rookie for the Washington Wizards here. He had his press conference today. We get him on a pod. Coming up next, what happens in Vegas normally stays in Vegas, but this guy comes to D.C. Stay tuned. What's up, kids? and welcome to a very special edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with... The 15th overall pick for the Washington Wizards, Troy Brown Jr., everybody, joining Jeremy Hyman and Zach Rosen here on the podcast. Thank you very much for spending some time with us here on Off the Bench. Congratulations. This is really exciting. Hopefully, we'll make you cry on this podcast as you did with your mom (laughs) when, 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 you know, y'all were embracing after being picked. How exciting is it to just be here and know that you're an NBA player? I mean, it's definitely exciting for me, you know. Now it's it's settled in a little bit now just because, you know, we have practice this morning. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's definitely a great feeling to have, you know, so. Yeah, this you're is, already at work. And this is a friend of the pod. If you remember, you know, our loyal listeners who remember That's Troy right. joined us a, just a few weeks ago <laughs> after his workout right here. It was actually, if you remember this close enough, it was actually right where you sat today for the press conference is where we hosted our first pod with Troy Brown. So that's oh, a, that's right. Sort of it a, was in there. A full yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. We did it in that in that same that same room back then. Yep. And now here you are a few weeks later as yes, a sir. member of the Wizards. And Troy, we you know we talked to a lot of the prospects as they came in. Um, when we talked to you, um, you know, after you know when we kind of went up and started to edit our stuff, 
we said, wow, what a great guy that, you know, Troy Brown was. We didn't know who you were before then. We kind of talked to you then. We said, that, you know, that was such a great interview, a, a guy that speaks so well, um, so polished for, such, for an 18-year-old. Just remind our fans that, that didn't listen then and tell us about kind of your upbringing and, and how you got to where you are right now. Um, well, for me personally, I'm born and raised from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, you know, I have both my parents in my life who were both correctional officers when I was uh, younger. And, you know, I have two sisters that I still have in my life, a very good best friend. And so, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's all I really got right now. So, McDonald's All-American. We were wa- Your game was actually on TV yesterday on okay. ESPNU. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Troy's in this game. I got to catch him a few years ago. But uh, I think – People have learned a lot about your game over the last couple of days, but yeah. what do you what do you want to bring here, fitting in? I mean, now it's not a hypothetical. You're going to play with John Wall, Bradley mm-hmm. Beal, Otto Porter. What yeah. are you looking to fit in here? My biggest thing is just to come in and make winning plays. Uh, whatever coach needs me to do to win win games, you know, I feel like there's a lot of talent on this team and a, a lot of guys that can do a lot of good things. But for me personally, it's just kind of getting into a situation where I can make plays for my teammates and play defense and, you know, kind of be that guy that, you know, is going to come in and give 100% every time he comes in. So, When you were here for the workout, was there every, anything in your mind that you ever said, hey, I could see myself playing for this team or just, whoa, I really like it here? Like yeah. what were those maybe those moments you had during your workout? Um, for me personally, it was like during the workout just – with the staff that was I was working out with, you know, I tried to be very vocal, and I felt like they kind of felt my energy kind of like it was more so of like a, a regular workout than an NBA workout, you know, so definitely that. And then, like, while I was working out, they were giving me advice and stuff like that, and I was just trying to be open-minded to everything. Um, the lastly, I would just say sitting down with the coaching staff and with Ernie and stuff, you know, just – just sitting down with them, they really got to know me as a person, and I felt like we really hit it off and we related very well. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Take take us through draft night for you. That obviously is a you know once in a lifetime moment, uh, a night you probably won't forget. But uh, let's say maybe the first I don't know seven, eight, nine picks go, and then you start to get in the range where you know you could be going. Take us through what was it like, and then how did you get the phone call, or how did you find out? Um, well, honestly, I mean, throughout that whole day, I just tried to stay really calm. I didn't have any expectations because I just wanted to appreciate draft day. You know, I wanted to appreciate the day that I got drafted, you know, whether I went 15 or whether I went 28th, I didn't care. I just wanted to make sure that I got drafted. And so uh, when I got the phone call, I was I was really calm at the moment. Yeah. And then um, then I really, like, it hit me, like, this is really about to happen. And so I just wanted to watch the ticker go down. Like, that's all I did. I sat there with the phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they were, like, talking to me and stuff. How and early did you know, like, at the 12th Did you pick? find no, out they, they called me at five minutes. Oh, okay. wow. So that's I had weird. to sit there for five minutes yeah. to wait to hear my name was so called. from inside, I was in the war room, and they knew right away once that the pick was up. It was like, yep, that's our guy. So yeah. And so that I That would was, be why. Yeah. <laughs> And, man, it was just crazy, like, because I had just been so calm. Like, I was just enjoying the day, like, just very yeah. happy, you know, just just very grateful to be in this situation. And then that's when it hit me, like, nah, like, this is really about to happen. <laughs> and then so, so, yeah, during that time, you know, I was super happy. And then I heard my name, and I was still on the phone. I don't know who I was on the phone with at that <laughs> point, but I was on the phone, and I jumped up, and I, like, jumped, like, three times. I was screaming. I was happy. I remember the first person I hugged was my dad, 
And then, you know, he started tearing up a little bit. Then I hugged yeah. my mom. She was crying. So I started crying. <laughs> and so it was just a lot emotionally. But I definitely felt like it was a great day. And, you know, it was something I'll never forget for sure. So. I it was it was a great video. We we saw that we saw the video yeah. and it was an exciting. I mean, we saw the excitement. Yeah. The the uh I think the thing that stuck out stood out to us was uh your jersey choice in the in the uh in the video, which you're a Vegas guy. Totally oh, yeah. we understand. Yeah, we understand. <laughs> we we get it. Yep. Now you know where you are. You know the series that just happened. How, how are That's you taking right. how are you taking that that part of it? I mean, I've definitely gotten some criticism on it, but I mean, <laughs> oh, I, mean I just I, thought it was funny. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like I'm born and raised from Las Vegas like, you know, like we've never had like a real culture to really stand behind yeah. and so oh, yeah. I didn't know I was going to the uh to the Wizards so yeah. to put on a nice jersey and be in Vegas and celebrate my draft day in yeah. Vegas and rep my yeah. hometown for me that was huge and nobody could never take that away from me so I mean I didn't mean any disrespect by oh, it no 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 and no it's not yeah, so yeah oh, we, we we thought we got a real kick out of that here <laughs> yeah. no a lot of people were like talking about it and, uh, but no. personally I didn't really I didn't really care for it I mean no, it was, yeah. we'll do a mean tweet segment and you can just oh I can all read out all the like 700 of them <laughs> at least i know that yeah. today's been kind of a crazy day you've yeah. been going from place to place your day is not even close to over but are you just looking forward to summer league and just getting in the gym and working i know you already started but mm-hmm. just getting out there and playing i mean for me personally um i'm looking forward to it a lot especially coming in here with a chip on my shoulder you know i feel like a lot of people are still going based off of my season in college you know they haven't watched me play like recently and so like I feel like a lot of the coaches for the NBA and stuff were doing that too and then I got to show them what I was able to do and that's what changed a lot of people's minds so I'm just looking forward to going out and just playing basketball and showing people what I can do and definitely doing the intangibles and showing them what kind of player I really can be so so if you go to Vegas for summer league uh and you get some home cooking yeah I know probably be at the hotel but you can get some home cooking but Maybe have some of the some of the teammates. Can they come over? Like, oh, yeah. what is Vegas like for somebody who lives there in comparison to us who just come there for summer league or as tourists? I mean, we live the same life y'all live. I mean, it's just you know, when, it's twenty four seven, just when like you, life. Yeah, but like we don't live in casinos. Like I feel like people think that we live in hotels. Like no, like I go to school. Like you know, I live on the outside of Vegas. You know, of course the city is Las Vegas and it's 24-7 like you said and we have the casinos and the life and stuff like that but there's definitely outskirts of Vegas and definitely you know people that live a normal day life that don't go to casinos every day and you know have a normal life just like everybody else so will it be weird though to like be on the strip no. as as a, a wizard like did you even go on the strip or because it's Vegas you don't even think about that you're in your own neighborhood I mean, I definitely like go to the strip and stuff like not as like uh, like not all the time like but you know like on occasions yeah you go to the strip and stuff like that but like I people I feel like people think that like you live on the strip and stuff like that and you have to go there every day cuz you live in Vegas and I just like you know, you live a regular life like everybody else. So. He's a, he's only eighteen, Jim. Okay, let's. Get Jeremy him, lives him. on the strip more than you. <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, I easily, in, easily. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a, you know, on the they side. I play a lot of poker on the side. <laughs> okay, but I'm a fair enough. Big Vegas, big Vegas guy. Um, but for you, tell us a little bit. Um, is there anything you want to prove in this? Is it in the summer league or is it, you know, as it, when you come in for training camp, is there anything you're looking to, to prove right away? I mean, 
my biggest thing is just coming in with a chip on my shoulder and showing that I belong here mm-hmm. personally. I mean, that's really it. Like, just being able to show people that I'm a good player and that I belong in this roster and I can make an impact. That's my biggest thing. So, I'm taking it step by step. You know, we got practice. You know, I want to make an impression in practice. Then summer league comes up. want to make an impression there. So, I'm just taking it step by step and hopefully it works out the right way and I can make the right choices and decisions to put me in that position. So, have you heard from any of the current Wizards? Uh, and if so, what have they said to you? Um, Bradley Bill texted me, just congratulating me, just saying, like, you know, like, just congrats on everything. But other than that, like, you know, that's really it. So you know, you'll see him soon. We know. Oh that. yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. for sure. The Rook, they'll be collaring at you. Hey, Rook. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> your your yeah. mom and father, Troy Senior and Lynn, they both play college athletics. Uh-huh. When did you kind? Of, when did maybe they say to you, "Oh, we think we have a really talented kid here who can make it to the pros"? Or what advice yeah. did they give you about how to get there? I mean, personally, they never like labeled me as a athlete. You know, they've always let me be me. You know, they've never put expectations on me and stuff like that. Of course, they always wanted the best for me, and they held me to a standard, which is mm-hmm. different than expectations. You know, but. I mean, for me, it was just more about being the best person I could be. And, you know, if I did set my mind to doing something, they wanted to make sure I achieved my goals. Not, It wasn't really more for them. They just wanted to see me happy. And so growing up, you know, they, they would give me a lot of advice into different stuff just to help me get through things. But, like, there was never any, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you have to do this. You have to be good at that. It was more so of you do what you want to do. And if you want help, I'll give it to you. So. Did yeah. you, did you, uh, I know when the, on our last pod with you, you told us, you said you're a bowling guy, yeah. big bowling Ooh, fan. Yeah. You said you're a top golf, a top golf yeah. fan. Is there a chance we could get some downtime? You want to go out when we're out in Vegas, do a little top golf, maybe a little bowling, get, uh, you know, get to know you a little bit more, doing some things off the court as well? I mean, can I bring my best friend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You bring, oh, for you sure. bring, you bring cool, whoever yeah. you want. You bring I'm the whole cool. crew. I'm we'll, good, uh, then. We'll set can we up. bring Jada? Oh, she can come. She too. played at Kansas, right? Yeah. So she knows Kelly Oubre, right? Uh, yeah. Somewhat, because yeah. they both. They I were, mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I hang out with them almost every day, Let's so it doesn't Kelly matter. Kansas. We can all go. Just make yeah, sure everybody, yeah. big party, uh, yeah. big party. <laughs> oh, we, Mom appreci- and we appreciate too. you joining. We know you got a lot of stuff still to do, but yeah. hopefully, uh, you'll enjoy it and just welcome to DC. I know that yeah. people are really thrilled to have you here. So appreciate yeah. it. Thank the Wizards. You. Take a Vegas line. They took a gamble on you. Let's hope it pays <laughs> off, right? Let's hope it yep. pays off. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us, WizKids. Hope you enjoyed this. Ciao for now.